Welcome to Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. Hello and welcome back to episode 40, it's the season finale and this week's guest is none other than Catherine Taylor. Um, You may know Catherine, um, she is a brilliant photographer who shares both her brand work as well as uh, photographs of her beautiful family on Instagram. Catherine is someone I've been kind of exchanging DMs with for some months now, but we haven't actually properly chatted until now, so it's, it's been really lovely to get to know her a little bit better. And we talk about Catherine's transition from her corporate career to running her own business and having a strategic plan to make it work financially as well. We also chat about our personal journeys of self-development as that's something we've both been kind of going through in the last few months. And the next season, before we jump into the interview, the next season we'll see a little bit of a change um, as it will be a series of solo shows before going back to the interview format for season six. So I want to explore kind of a wide range of topics all about running your own business, dealing with overwhelm, leading a more balanced lifestyle, mindset, growing your community, all of that kind of stuff. So if there's anything in particular that you would like me to cover or talk about, please do let me know. Uh, You can get in touch via Instagram, uh, you can find me at at Anna underscore Dunleavy or you can email me at hello at AnnaDunleavy.com. Um, and so yeah that's it from me let's head on over to the interview with Catherine so Catherine tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do all right this is the tricky bit so stop me if I um, start rambling on and so I'm Catherine I'm um, based up near Manchester in England I have two little children who are two and five and I'm a photographer amazing and so I know that you've been on kind of quite the journey when it comes to your career um and I know that you weren't always a photographer so what it, what is it that you did beforehand um so historically so I kind of followed the classic trail of and um, went to university and then fell into a graduate job when I left uni um which you know as many of us will probably relate to is the promised land of all success in your entire life um and I started working for a global military company um which had absolutely nothing to do with my career um, kind of aspirations or degree. It was just one of those things where it was a really great kind of secure job and it felt good to have that on my tick list of when you've left uni and you can get a nice um, stable kind of start in the job world. Um, and I was I moved around that company in, in all kinds kinds of different roles from HR to project management and then kind of ended up working for um, the brand partnership side of things which was working with charities who wanted to twin up and partner with corporate so I managed lots of third-party charities and graduate schemes and apprentices uh, apprentice schemes um, during those few years and it was um, a good role that I enjoyed the creativity side of things but I very quickly realized how the corporate world was not what I expected it to be. Mm. And how long were you in that corporate role? So I've worked for corporate um, overall for about 12 years um, and it was probably, it sounds really depressing but 
it was probably on the third week of my job where I had like a huge alarm bell moment. Um, and I remember having a conversation with my parents and I was like, I would probably put too much hype and pressure on this job being the answer to, you know, my entire career path. Um, and saying to my parents, like, just, just to clarify, um, is this, is this it now? Is this what this is? And they are looking at me and being like, yeah, this is, this is great. This is, this is what you, you do now. And I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> I was just like, and that was like week three. And I think there was this, the plea and the, the seed was planted very early on that I just felt hugely kind of disappointed and kind of like not really me um but it was a voice inside that I just pushed down a lot for kind of the whole time of, of my changing roles a lot and um, just to kind of satisfy myself that just you know it'll be better can I keep going keep going and um yeah it never really changed but you know it's just something I kind of carry on doing to satisfy a lot of other people and myself um, mm. in the beginning so yeah and I think like it's interesting that you mentioned kind of the graduate um job being this kind of promised land <laughs> and it, it's very much something that I was working towards and very much something that I wanted to do um and for various reasons I didn't go down that route but I kind of for, for quite a few years I was I wish I kind of wished I had because I thought yeah it would be the answer to everything you're on the path to kind of climbing the ladder through the corporate kind of system and and I thought that that was that was the dream yeah um I, I think that's kind of how it's sold um when particularly towards the end of you know high school and then mm. whether it's college or sixth form or whatever you do before you go to university I think that's very much what um and throughout university as well actually um is that it's this the answer to everything yeah it's a funny thing I think I think it's definitely different now um and I hope when Evelyn and Harry are older the world will be that much more evolved in knowing that that isn't the only thing but for for our generation it probably was just seen as the path and you are guaranteed a successful job if you have a degree um, and that my degree was something I chose because at 18 I didn't know what I wanted to do so I just chose a subject that I was interested in um, just, and just and I probably wasn't the strong enough mind to say is this the right thing to do you know just choose it on that kind of decision but it, I was just on a train I was just on a train of like we go there all my friends are going to uni my parents have um, you know not expect well they do have expectations but they weren't pressurizing it was still my choice but it was just the the road of this is what gets you security and success mm -hmm. and a mm -hmm. good salary at the end of the day and you'll be grateful of this when you are when you come out the other side and it'll all be rosy um just sadly for me well not sadly you know it sounds a bit morbid but it just wasn't the the right path for me but I don't regret it you know um making that decision it enabled me to do lots of different things um and I still look back now and recognize skills that I learned in those jobs that have helped me now um so you know I you know when people say was it completely pointless do you regret any of it and I'm like you know what I don't it's it you know it gave me that was that was my path it was it was how it was meant to be um 
and I've got to recognize what I did learn from that and utilize that better today rather than just push it all aside and just say it was a huge disastrous blip in my life it wasn't um, I'm just glad that I recognized early on that there was probably something else that would be better for me out there yeah um, no like you say I think no absolutely any kind of job or you know particularly in the corporate um kind of uh industry um it's it is hugely beneficial we learn a lot through various obviously you've had various job roles so you would have learned a lot of different skills and like you say and it's kind of obviously this was the path to you then finding what you really wanted to do um so we can't disregard that as like you say kind of not um worthwhile because it was it, it kind of led you on the path to where you are today yeah definitely and it's just it's just recognizing that isn't it and not being too disheartened that certain jobs that if they don't feel right today it's a huge waste of time and it's like I'm in the wrong place and I should be I should be doing bigger and better things because it'll only ever have a detrimental effect on you if you always think like that and it, and it did for me for many years I think it was it ground me down a lot um, mm. and it was just things that I kind of figured out along the way that kind of alleviate that um, made me think clearer about the future um because it it is a depressing i think work all consumes many of us um you know it's a sometimes you know we're spending 40 plus hour weeks at, in the workplace and we're spending more time with our work colleagues than we do with our own family and it, you know it, it can all consume your your way of thinking so um but yes don't let it uh just kind of destroy all elements of your life um if that makes sense yeah I think an important point is the fact that kind of as a society we value or put too much perhaps value on the career side of things and as if that is the kind of main focus of everything um I think there's there's yeah this huge kind of um yeah just so much kind of um focus put on it that I think isn't perhaps a healthy way to be yeah um but obviously we can perhaps get onto that yes <laughs> a little bit later on yeah. um but I wanted to ask so obviously going from corporate what was the story behind you then uh going to become a photographer and starting your own business how did that kind of come about gosh very when when I reflected on the questions you popped through um and people have asked before like how did you take the leap and I, I think people imagine it was like a really instantaneous thing like oh you left your job and now you do this it was probably the slowest pivot known to man that I took <laughs> it was like like I say it was, I think if somebody had told my 20 year old self this is how long it's going to take you to reach this aspirational creative career that there's like a, a niggling voice within saying that would be something great to do and it's going to be like a 10-year journey which realistically is what it was um I probably would have cried and been like oh my god you can't be serious it's going to take that long but it really did and for many reasons it did um whether that was financial reasons um family reasons um and mainly when I reflect back it was confidence and self-esteem reasons that held me back um but the journey was um you know like valuable in many ways but it, it was probably when I had maternity to leave with Harry with my, my second little boy he's two now um we I take the decision to assess what 
I was going back to work um, with, and that was the only option was a five day a week job. Um, and we'd um, Harry, since he'd been born, had been quite poorly. So I um, had that kind of thought of, is this something we could manage as a family if I was not to go back to that? Um, and the reason purely was that very early on in my 20s, I'd made a decision to save a little bit of money every month as my only element of control um, to giving myself future options and um, that I didn't really know existed and what they would be. But um, it was that decision really early on that enabled me as a 30 year old mum to then have choices available that I didn't necessarily have to go back to a full-time job and I could stay at home with Harry um, and pursue a different working life um, that would fit around family now and give me a chance to try something that had been there for over a decade, I guess. So it was a whole catalogue of decisions um, and it was done very much in conjunction with my husband and what we could do together because I didn't want to be that selfish person of I want to do something with my life and you know it was it, I couldn't I could we couldn't take the leap when I was in my 20s and it had it had to be that journey of figuring out when was the best time so it was a whole a whole catalogue of of um, milestones mm-hmm. you make a really interesting point um also about obviously having put some money aside for mm. a number of years to actually then enable you to take that step forward. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of financial security is something we perhaps don't talk about often enough um, yeah. when it comes to kind of making the leap because it is an important one actually. Um, and it can be very scary and clients don't just appear out of thin air yes. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And it is very much a process of like building up um your following building up your audience and then obviously building up um you know the clients that you might want to work with yeah oh gosh hugely and I've always been quite nervous about being honest about how I did it because I know money is an extremely sensitive subject with people and I didn't want to come across and say you know oh woe is me I've got this job and I'm you know it pays me money and I'm really sad you know like like a selfish point of view like how how is she complaining about this situation because um in this day and age we should all be grateful if we have a secure job whatever that would look like um but it was that was my reality that um saving that little bit of money every month was a control that I had but over time every month made such a difference you know um it was little and often um but I committed to it and like you say when you do take that leap and it's all on you to bring in some more income um people don't just you sit at your computer and you're like okay I'm self-employed now hello everybody (laughs) nobody's going to come and be like hello I would like to pay you some Mm -hmm. money today (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't work like that and it's um, it needs that planning. Um, otherwise, you know, you're putting yourself in a really scary position that um, it could just all all fall apart if you don't plan um, that side of it. Um, but saying that, in the same breath, I am very much of the philosophy as well. There is a point in your life where you have to um, seize what you have. It, there's, there's always going to be like I could always be more secure I could always have 
um, more of a safety net around me. Um, but those days I don't believe exist that there's never going to be a perfect time to do it either. Um, so in my situation, it was like, I've got this little nest egg, which gives me a little bit longer time after maternity leave to sit and take a breather, reassess where we are. And then I've just got to make it work. And I've got to draw that line now and go, this is the time where I actually jump into it because never going to, there's never going to be a perfect moment to do it either. So no, there, there, there never is. I don't think it, it, it does take a lot of guts and there is kind of a fear element to it because it's an unknown and it's not something mm. that you've done before. So of course, um, it, yeah, it is, it's kind of a daunting decision, but yeah. once you commit, I think kind yeah. of everything changes, doesn't it? Because yeah. you, you kind mm. of start to, yeah, you're just completely focused on this one thing. Yeah, um, and it's and it, I was saying the other day, it's really random. I was saying about um, when I'm older, and um, someone said to me, "What would be you know like what you're most proud of at the moment?" And I was like, "You know, when I'm like a little old lady in like a nursing home, and then my grandchildren say to me." Um, what did you do when you were younger like nana because I'm going to be a nana um that I won't I don't think there'll be ever a point I would share proudly with them oh there was this one time in my corporate job when I did this amazing thing for me that that doesn't stick in my mind but I will proudly say to them however my freelance journey goes um when I was younger, there was this time where I was brave and I did something that scared me and I did it. And what, however the consequence, you know, however the outcome of this story for me is, I genuinely feel that I, when I'm an old, I'll, I will feel proud for taking this leap. And that's good enough for me to turn around to them and say, there will be a moment where you'll be brave too, you know? So that's good enough for me. <laughs> Oh, Catherine, that really oh. hit, hit home. <laughs> we can just say that when we're little old people who've got no teeth and we're like, you know what, <laughs> when I was younger, I took photos of people one time and it was really good. <laughs> and I had teeth back then. Yes, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, I love it because it, it, you know, yes, it is, it is about being kind of brave and taking that step. But the rewards are, you know, huge, um, mm. I think. Yes, there are moments and it's not all kind of um, rainbows and, you know, it's, it's not a, an easy path. Um, no. It brings its own challenges and it's, it, can be, it, can, it can feel hard. It can feel isolating if you're working on your own and from home particularly. Yeah. Um, so there's the whole side of things and obviously, yeah, bringing, bringing in an income every month and, and that not perhaps being guaranteed. Um, so there's, there's lots kind of to consider, but equally mm. it's, it's so much more rewarding when you, when you're doing and pursuing a dream of yours that's, yeah. um, and it goes back to that value thing, you know, like you talk about, um, when you go freelancing and you, you think, how do I, ask people to pay me you know like it's different when you've got an employer and you just have a contract and they pay you a set rate and you do your job and it's all very like very business-like but when it's you on your own and you're having to kind of price yourself and give the service to people it's so hard to know to recognize what you what you're trying to give 
give like work-wise to people it's so different um so that's a whole challenge in itself when you're on your own and it, it becomes like a really difficult thing but then you do find that confidence and having value in yourself and what you can create and and um, find the right clients that value that as well so yeah and that I guess that's something that we cultivate over time as well mm. um with experience and with time mm. oh gosh yes yes mm. I think we're always on that journey aren't we of just figuring it out <laughs> yeah definitely and so did you have like a you know one moment where you thought okay this is it I've got to go for it now there won't be a better time yeah it's um I probably did I think again like um I've all I think it goes back to me being quite cautious um I don't really recognize like a, a moment instantly it was really a slow growth of um people putting trust in me and uh, when I did start taking the conversation publicly and saying, I mean, it took me a very long time to say the word photographer. I still find it like a hard, like job title to give myself. Um, and it was my husband who definitely pushed me to be bolder. And thank God he did. Cause I'd probably still be like, I'm going to know about what, mm-hmm. <laughs> what life is. But um, yeah, I think the more and more people who um, I've worked with, especially over this year, who's um, repeatedly come back and said, well, do, you want to, do you want to do something again? Let's work together again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really nice. Like they want to do it again. <laughs> so um, it's those kind of like chipping away moments that have gone, maybe I can do this, you know? Um, it, I think for me, it's probably that corporate way of thinking again that's instilled in me where I get satisfaction from people who um, are... I don't know I, I'm a natural like people pleaser and mm. I want to know like what they think and what do they want to do and I want to kind of do good work for them that if they come back and say they're happy and they're um they, they're really pleased with the product that I've given them then I'm like okay that's like justified to me that I can do it and I'll, I'll, I'll carry on so it, it was probably those kind of moments that kind of built up slowly to me um figuring things out of, of direction I want to go in and, and the work I want to do but it's definitely still happening I'm not there I'm so far away from even any point of feeling you know it's a growth thing over time yeah different people it, it is and I think it's quite um easy to assume that you know it will just click one day but mm. As with anything, I think obviously our kind of goals change, our goals evolve, yeah. and we kind of always kind of striving for the next thing. So it's, it, yeah, it is very much a journey and, and kind of, yeah, work in progress. It, yeah, and it's, it can feel quite scary when you are on that like evolution thing. I mean, especially for me this year, I've done so many different types of photography. Um, and and that, I feel comfortable that I've done that because it was it was it's all about the learning in the beginning, um, and you do need to be like really experimental and just put yourself in loads of different situations in order to know what you want to do. And it's really cliche, and it sounds a bit Pinteresty, and be like, try it all, you know, like. But um, I think it really is because no one's going to teach you how you will feel in that situation, other than being on your own and doing it for yourself. Um, there's no way you know, in the beginning, I was really confident doing products and periods and like no people because <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want to photograph people because then people see me and then like, I feel really exposed and vulnerable. But if I have to take a picture of a product, they can't answer back <laughs> and I don't have to worry about posing them. But um, 
but now it's only been through but by turning up at shoots and them going oh we've got some people we really want you to photograph and then I you know I'm thrown into it and I'm like oh wow I would never have voluntarily done this myself because of the the self-doubt fear thing blocking me but now you're throwing me into that situation I'm like okay this is actually this is really fun like I didn't think I could do this but now you you you've done this for me so it's kind of throwing yourself in situations of seeing what happens and then you really surprise yourself or you massively learn what you don't like as well and that's just as valuable yeah. so yeah kind of letting others throw you in the deep end isn't such a bad thing yeah no absolutely I think you're very right but particularly at the beginning that it's important that we kind of test out all the different things that we can do mm. um obviously within reason <laughs> yes, yes um, <laughs> because because it yeah it is ma- massively a kind of a learning curve and it things will come and the things you might have thought you would enjoy perhaps you you actually yeah uh, when it's kind of there happening in practice yeah might not actually enjoy it very much so it's one of those things yeah absolutely kind of test and try different things so that you can kind of eliminate um and like I say kind of learn what it is that you do like and what you don't like as well yeah and don't feel like disheartened if you do like a genre of creativity and you you didn't have any confidence in it at all it doesn't mean that you won't one day have confidence in it um like I recently just shot my first solo wedding but I've done lots of second shooting for other photographers um and didn't didn't like hugely love the early days of weddings that I did because technically um and like experience wise I just wasn't ready you know I didn't have the um confidence in myself to enjoy that experience um, and I had to step back and say, how do I get better at myself first so that when I'm in that situation, I'll enjoy it because I don't have to worry about technically I don't have to do this shot or um, I've never been in this situation before with a couple. How do I manage it? And you've frightened yourself so much that you've convinced yourself that world is not for you um, because now after being in like lots of different kinds of situations, I feel so much more confident with my camera and my technical and my editing. And, and it's been a, that's been a journey itself. And you, I've learned so much that actually now it's like, I really enjoy that again. Like I, I didn't think I'd enjoy it because of my first experience I'd almost put myself off, but now I've been braver and I've got my courage back and I've tried it and I've loved it because I've grown ready for it. So, you know, like, don't feel like you have to think, oh, God, I, can't, I, I couldn't do it then, so I could never do it. Yeah, you know? yeah, those first experiences can be quite stressful uh, mm. with anything like that, and particularly, you know, with weddings. Yeah. There's such a kind of one-off event that yeah. the, the pressure's there, I think, on everyone kind of who works, um, who who is involved in that day. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, it definitely kind of takes a little while to settle into it and and again these things come with practice I think as well you kind of find your feet a little bit more and then actually you think oh actually yeah I'm enjoying it now because you kind of yeah you you feel a little bit more settled in it yes yeah absolutely and and settled in yourself as well maybe it's like let your own confidence shine when you feel ready yeah absolutely 
Yeah. So we've been kind of following each other on Instagram for quite some time. Yay! <laughs> um, and we've kind of gotten to know each other um, over the last probably year, maybe two. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but some a kind of a topic that we spoke about was um, self-discovery and, and kind of doing the inner work. And I guess that ties in with what you were saying about kind of having that self-confidence and and um kind of cultivating that I guess um and it's so yeah so it's something that we've been both working on over the last few months I think um what was the kind of catalyst for you to um kind of embark on that journey um and what have you learned along the way because I know it's not an easy one and it's very much a journey in the sense that it's never ending it's very much you know, there isn't a stop to it. We don't just kind of all of a sudden uh, become self-aware and, you know, work it all out because it's that there are always other things that we can kind of learn. So how did that kind of come about for you? Gosh, I feel like I'm still very much at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to self-discovery. Um, I, I think when I'm decided to go self-employed I only ever really respected it as I'm just changing my job um and it was just that one dimensional view on well one day I worked there and the next day I decided to work for myself and this is how it's going to be and you have an inter like in your mind an interpretation of what having a business looks like um which it is nowhere near um, exactly the all-encompassing thing that it is. Um, and the biggest reality, it's, it's little things really that have shocked me the most about discovering who I want to be in terms of a, a business sense. It's like you have to strip back every element of yourself to make that business about you. Um, so when I'd go to the office, it's, it's, it sounds a bit like strange to say but you know you'd wear certain clothes you present yourself in a certain way you talk to people in a certain way that match the environment you were working in the yeah. job that you were doing now it's even things like that like I find myself questioning in myself um when I go and meet a client or I go and meet couples or I go and meet like a brand that I'm working with um it sounds so silly to say it out loud, but you, I'm like, what am I going to wear today? Yeah, yeah. That looks mm -hmm. like who I want to be. <laughs> and it's so crazy because I think before I'd put a bit of a mask on and be like, well, I wear my, the, the dress and the suit and the heels. Yes. And I, I, I'm done. This is me and this is how we work. Now I'm like, but I don't want to go to a, a meeting wearing that because that's not who I am. But then who am I? What, what do I wear to make yeah. them realize who I am? And it is so, so bizarre because it's elements of my life that I just didn't think I'd ever have to tackle. But that is like a whole self-discovery thing on who do I want to portray that I am that gives them an experience of who I am that will relate then to the work I want to create, to then the way I will then present work to them. And it's like their mm -hmm. whole experience mm -hmm. is controlled by their first meet with me um, and then it obviously filters into how your website is presented and how you talk about yourself. Um, and you can't do any of that until you've basically gone into your own self and said, who, like, what does my business want to look like? And 
my business is me. So what do I want to look like? And how do I want to talk? And how do I want to create? And, and it's a constant revision of that. Um, you know, so this week I've been to like two really different meetings and um, one was with a couple and the other was with a company. Um, and I found myself like slipping into like two different personalities again. Um, you know, like how I should be with certain people and what they're actually come to you is because they like who you are online or they like what they've seen of you. And then so... Um, it's confusing when you turn up trying to be something else because you think that's what's expected. Um, so it's real like that's been a whole uh, massive lesson for me that I'm still really working through. Um, and it, yeah, when you find the right clients, I've found like it's so easy to just be myself and I feel completely at ease that they get me, they're my people. Um, it's probably scenarios where I'm like, thrown a little bit and I'm not sure what they expect that I go back into like some other person and I'm like yeah. trying to be like professional and da, da, da. and I'm like and then I, I get like nervous on the way home and I'm thinking why did I do that yeah actually that's not me well I guess and and I think we all do it um and have done it in the past it's this kind of persona we create isn't it that's kind yeah. of you know professional looking like you say a suit heels whatever it is um and that you have just become so used to on a daily basis over these years that it mm. just it's like um it's second nature yeah and we just fall yeah. into that and without actually ever questioning well does this really actually reflect who who I am as a person and mm. how I want to kind of show up and you know, does this reflect my values as a person and, and kind of all of the kind of, you yeah. know, all the rest of it. It's, um, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's hard, isn't it? And even to the trap that you fall into yourself with of looking at other self-employed people in the same industry as you, mm -hmm. um, and you think, oh gosh, I love what they create. I love their ethos and I love, um, the kind of values and things. And then you find yourself kind of slipping into this, approach of mirroring them yeah um, and that's really like hard to continue doing because it's it's them it's not you and you've just um you're not giving like I've not given myself um enough time to value myself in a lot of the process and going it's okay just to be me you know <laughs> like you aren't a bad person like they're not any better than you because they've maybe figured themselves out before you have like this will become a more successful and you'll have more longevity in your creativity if you do the work first um, on finding your own foundations. And, you know, it's like, should I wear what they wear? Should I like act how they act? And I'm like, no, because it's still a, a mask. It's, it's, I need to go back and self-discover me um, and then my right people will find me and I will look genuine and it'll be so much easier to maintain that experience that people have with me because I'm just being myself so um it's just an element I never expected to go on um yeah and there's, it feels like a lot of work because it impacts on every element of how you're making your business yeah I do kind of think I can't remember the quote now but I, the, you know starting and running your own business is very much a self-development journey yeah. actually oh my gosh it is um 
because yeah there is just so much that you need to learn and discover about yourself um because for the most part it's all about kind of your mindset and how you kind of um yeah how you kind of view yourself as a person as well and then that Mm. obviously then in turn um affects how you show up in your business yes yeah Mm. oh my goodness it's like a never-ending journey I think oh yeah I don't yeah I don't think there's an end to it if I'm honest I think I kind of feel the same as you and and that I'm kind of just scratching the surface a little bit you know and Um, I often use other creatives people as just like personal therapy (laughs) for like figuring out my own issues I'm like let's just talk about this shall we how do you find this (laughs) and then it ends up but it's great when you meet people like that that you you can soundboard off like the similar issues and um it's nice when you find like people like yourself who you really relate to and you're like oh my gosh it's like those are the questions and that's the motivation and the reassurance that I need as well to know that we're all in it together yeah yeah I I definitely think there's so much power in actually finding other people who really get it and and hearing like oh yeah I feel the same way it's like it it kind of almost lifts that weight off your shoulders yes yeah and it's silly things like I've become very obsessed with horoscopes and the moon (laughs) and it's like influences from other people that I'm like I really am genuinely intrigued by this because I find it resonates with a part of me that again I've never really experienced in a previous working life um but it really is really helping me figure things out for this working life and um, you know my husband loves I'm like guess what the moon's doing today this is totally me right now how weird is this and he's looking at me like what <laughs> and I'm like it's so right you know this woman she knows my life <laughs> and he's never had these conversations before because corporately it would be a, a side of life that I would never have delved into yeah <laughs> no absolutely that's it yeah they're completely kind of removed from it so yeah, it's, it's kind yeah. of a bit hard to yeah get to grips with yeah but now I'm happily barefoot in the garden looking at the moon have a night <laughs> and he's like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that <laughs> and so does um this kind of self-development and inner work is that part of your routine or is it just something that you kind of um you know look at when it comes up yeah I want it to become part of my routine because I think when I do have those like um funny weeks where you kind of um there's been lots of like internal questions about what direct especially for me at the moment I'm like what direction do I want to go in um they are helpful and I do think um I wish I was more of a person that would journal regularly um because I think that that seems to be like just getting it all out on paper is a really good way of um getting the whirl and the fog out of your brain (laughs) um, and getting it down um so I just need to like recognize that in myself that that is a useful thing to do and it's not just a, oh there's 25 of the thousand priorities right now than just sitting and talking about myself um but I'm not going to get through uh, a lot of the struggles I'm having unless I do that so it's just valuing that thing and it's not just a kind of a, on a whim you know it, it is a valuable exercise to do because it will help you get clarity um, and I think the lack of clarity will holds a lot of us back so it's just finding those techniques and um it's all elements of self-discovery as well it's things like feeling the 
freedom to just go on a walk and like get some fresh air without feeling guilty that you're not kind of on it like doing it all the time and and those weeks where you do feel extra tired it's okay because if I was in my nine to five I would go home and switch off and not think about work whereas now it's you know I'll wake up in the middle of the night and think oh how shall I phrase that email or mm. shall I contact that person and, da, da, da. and so yeah it, it kind of um you've got to give yourself downtime yeah it can be kind of all-encompassing um mm. at times so I think yeah just obviously in an ideal world it would it would be kind of a, a very regular practice of just kind of checking in with ourselves and and like I say kind of working towards that clarity because I think sometimes Mm. particularly if you're kind of you know where you are right now trying to find that direction it can be very hard Mm. um especially if you're you know perhaps not sharing it with anyone else and and thinking about it because I've just been in that space for uh the last few weeks of just kind of going round and round in circles and trying to figure something out but actually not getting anywhere and it was and it felt very frustrating um, mm-hmm. to be in that space. But actually, yeah, journaling, uh, that's really works for me. But also actually speaking to other people and actually mm. getting some distance from stuff. So actually, like you say, you know, when we work a nine to five, we, we switch off in the evening. We don't think about work because yeah. it's, it's not, you know, as important, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have that time to kind of just yeah switch off and actually focus on something else whereas with our businesses it is like 24 7 a lot of the time yeah getting that distance and taking yourself away and kind of out of it can can sometimes help as well yeah and it it feels like more so much more important I think um like it's what we all strive to make we want it to be the best it can be and so it kind of you you do think about it all the time um but yes, it's, I think it's a marathon, not a sprint, isn't it? And, it, you know, we've got to like pace ourselves out that we're in it for the long haul um, and to you know, survive the, the harder times where you feel like self-doubt or, or whatever. It's just like you have to just stop for a minute and just take a, a breather or go and do something you would never normally do um, just to break the break it break it out of your head <laughs> yeah yeah and then that the, the, doing that is totally okay I think like you said kind of you know actually going out for a walk and yeah. uh, getting some fresh air like we almost treat it as this luxury but actually it's it's fine it's just totally normal for us to you know because I think running our own business was you know we're in it for the flexibility right yeah completely it's 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 not just the the way it's the the whole thing isn't it it's your whole lifestyle of what you aspire it to be um and that's why we chose to make the decision and and go this way um but yes i think when it becomes your lifestyle job it has to be a lifestyle job like you have to incorporate your life into it um it's not all about sitting at the computer and just bashing out the work um and making it you know it's it's got to be a balance of everything yeah definitely. Like burnout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so obviously you've mentioned kind of seeking that clarity but do you know roughly what your goals are for the coming year or are you still kind of trying to figure that out yeah I'm excited about yeah so I've spent this year really like trying out lots of different things which has been a really valuable exercise um 
but I'm recognizing more and more that um, I've probably, I'm really craving to streamline my work. So um, I think it seems a really nice time of year, like Christmas is coming up and just to kind of like reset a bit and recognize, because you don't always look back and go, what did we do well? And um, in the same breath, what did I love the most and what uh, feels like the right direction, like I'm being pulled in, um, you know, aspirationally I guess so I think goal wise it's just to kind of give my listen to myself more um and yeah follow what feels right um in a really oh logical sense maybe as well it's keeping a level head but it's like I just want to I really love like frolicking around fields with people and taking loads of pictures and um and then it's having a reality check and going okay so we, we still need to make it a viable business you can't just run off to you know sound of music and run around the Yorkshire moors every day um but uh yeah but I, I definitely the people side of things I've loved more and more um the wedding was a huge surprise to me how much I left there like a really lifted um kind of enlightened tired self rather than oh gosh that was really daunting it was a full um a full positive experience so I just want to run with those kind of feelings um and continue to just follow my gut a bit more with my work so and when things don't feel right because you always get those moments where you think um it's lovely when people approach you for work and you're like really excited by the fact that someone's contacted you but um don't also be afraid to say this isn't actually um my vision for my business um thank you so much for getting in touch but I actually could recommend five other photographers who would do you an amazing job I just don't feel like I'm the person for you and that's okay as well like not don't be scared of keeping control of your business model um you know yourself I think that's yeah. always a bit of a fear that we're like, oh gosh, what if nobody comes and wants to work with me? Like, what if, it, what if it doesn't happen? And I should say yes to everything. But by saying yes to everything, you're actually taking yourself away from, again, the reason why you wanted to do it in the first place. Um, and it become, it evolves into something you didn't want it to evolve into. Um, so yeah, it's just honest conversations a lot of the time as well. Yeah, it's, it's having those boundaries and, and yeah. like I say, kind of following what feels right and what feels good um, mm. instead of just taking on any and every job. Yeah, um, Because yeah. it's hard. Of course, you've got to make money. And of course, you know, there's got to be a balance. But if you can kind of, yeah, following mm. what, you know, the, the kind of type of work that you're really, really kind of passionate and excited about. Yeah. Did you find that in the beginning when you were kind of starting out that you were like feeling a sense of direction and there'd be, a, you, you might've felt pulled in lots of different ways because. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried all sorts of things. Um, I started out doing family photography. Mm-hmm. Um, I then worked with models. So I did like model test shoots, but that quite early on, I think was obvious for me that it wasn't my kind of world. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah and and then moved into weddings I also worked with bloggers and that that was quite fun but um yeah just I tried lots of different things and I think there were you know jobs that came about that I thought oh yeah I'll do that that's fine but actually Mm -hmm. I wasn't very excited about and I think someone else could have done a better job you know yes 
Mm. So it's, it's hard. I think you learn through those kind of not mistakes. There weren't mistakes as such, but you learn through those experiences. Yeah. And, and you can then kind of gauge, well, this definitely doesn't feel right. And I don't want to do that again. Yes. I'd, mm. ra- I'd like to try again. That's so, yeah, it's so good to hear because I think sometimes you kind of, um, you know, you sat on your own and you kind of overanalyzing a situation and thinking, should I just, because, you know, like I could do the work for them and it'd be a great experience, I'm sure. But there's just some niggle that goes, is this really what I want to be known for? Is this what I want to pursue wholeheartedly, this sense of direction? Um, and it's, yeah, it's a lot of like questioning yourself a lot, isn't it? Um but then it feels really, it feels really awkward to think, oh gosh, but they've been so lovely and they're offering to like work with me and I should be like grabbing it with both hands. Yeah. yeah. But then I think, would there be another client that I would work, you know, that it would take me in this direction that I really, really feel pa- more, more passionate about. And I, you know, I've like aspirations to do more of that. Um, and I'm kind of like watering myself down too thin. Yeah, that's it. And I think mm. when you do have those kind of niggles of of thinking, well, I don't really know if this is what I want to be doing and don't really know if this kind of fits in with what I've kind of had in mind. Um, think about all of the energy that's going to go into that work that you could actually mm-hmm. then take and kind of focus on the things that you do want to work on. Um, and, and whether that's just, you know, the energy that you were to use and then using that to kind of promote yourself so that you then bring in more of what you want to attract. Yeah. Um, mm. But I totally, totally understand that it is hard to do. And there are times where you could do with a bit of extra cash and, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it, it is what it is sometimes, isn't it? It's, yeah. There mm. isn't a kind of a black and white answer to that, I don't think. No, it's case by case, isn't it? So yeah. It's just and it's like you know um it's people who you, you like want to build relationships with and you you can work well with as well so yeah always oh, like if I'm, I'm pinching like a free coaching session here oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you full advantage <laughs> no always kind of oh. happy happy to chat shop yeah it's 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 really kind of important to hear kind of you know yeah that other people yeah. Go through similar things and I think yeah. we always end up finding that actually we're not so um on our own with it so mm. yeah and so to kind of finish off I guess um do you have one tip that you could give someone who perhaps is looking to quit the nine-to-five um and they're still debating <laughs> yeah gosh I thought about this for quite a long time of like trying to go take myself back to where I was and I think the most prominent memory for me was um the realization that um the, the job that I was in wasn't you know what I wanted to do and I recognized that um and then it was the acceptance that this is my situation now but it's not my forever place it's not the be all and end all this um, you know, it isn't it, the choice is still mine? I still have control about what I want my working life to look like. Um, and uh, it sounds like, I don't know how it's going to come across, but um, I got a little bit to get myself through those hard days where it was, you know, affecting me um, emotionally and like mental health wise to get me through. I really had to emotionally detach myself from my job and see it as what advantages can I gain out of this situation that will help me 
to make a better future for myself. Um, and it was really getting really clear and quite clever and strategic, I'm going to say, is to look at it and say, you know, I'm going to make this work for me in every single way, every advantage, every opportunity, every um, nugget of learning I can get out of where I am right now, I'm going to do because one day in the future, I will use this. And you, you might not think you will now. I mean, there was moments where I definitely remember um, I am not good at maths <laughs> and I would be put and you know, have to do financial spreadsheets and I'd have to like do all these kinds of phasing with money and da, da, da. and it wasn't my thing at all and I just used to hate it with a passion it just added on to the whole dislike for what I was doing um, but then it was realizing that this is a skill that I don't like but if I do have aspirations to have my own business in the future this could be really useful um, so I'd go on like those really annoyingly suggested self-development workshops <laughs> with like, this will be great for your growth here in this corporate world. Let's do a financial workshop. And I'd be like, oh God, please don't send me on that. Um, but then when I did it, I was like, let's utilize this for the future. Like if I learn these skills, it, it could help me. Um, and I'm so glad that I did things like random and difficult at the time because now I'm sat here 10 years later going, I'm doing those exact same spreadsheets, but you know what, this time it's for me. You know, it's helping me. Um, and it could be anything. It could be like, even if you work in a shop or a like even if you work in Subway and you're making amazing sandwiches every day, but you might hate it with a passion, flip it on its head and go, I'm going to learn how to give that customer the best customer experience I've ever had in this shop. And I'm going to learn how to talk to people. I'm going to learn how to get my skills in like um, customer relations and all those kind of things. Because one day if I do have my aspirations, I mean, you might have aspirations to have like, an amazing catering business that could be million pounds, you know, brilliant organization that's just started from you. And you learn those skills about how to talk to people in that situation. It's valuable. So see the value you get in every day and just milk it for all it's worth because it will pay you back um, and just be really selfish with it. I know it sounds really crude, but it was the way that I got through it. And, um, it kept me focused so yeah yeah no I, yeah I, I love the yeah just kind of making any any situation into kind of an opportunity to learn as yeah it's, it's a great tip thank you so much and um, thank you for your time today oh thank you um, for having me absolutely loved that chat um to finish where can people find you Oh, so I'm mainly on um, Instagram. I'm under hello underscore Catherine Taylor. Um, so yeah, I'm a daily addict on there. So that's probably the best way to find me um, on social media. And my website is CatherineTaylorPhotography.com, which is having a bit of a rebrand at the moment, but in the new year, it will be much more me. Mm -hmm. that sounds exciting <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm just getting, this is a learning the technical elements of website building it's all all new but <laughs> yeah right thank you so much Catherine oh, thank you Anna I'll speak to you soon thank you thank you so much for tuning in as always I'd be so so grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too